Welcome to Beyond Learning, a podcast that explores stories of learning and stories of change. My name is Alexandra Kozira and I work at the European Association for the Education of Adults. Every other week, we meet with learners, educators and community organizers who tell us their idea of a greener future. Well, it's a long process, but I like it because it's always a bit magic. <laughs> you never know what you will have. Yeah. In this episode, we're meeting with Clemence Garnier, an adult learner and a visual artist. Clemence and I have some things in common. First, we are similar age. We also both moved to Belgium around eight years ago. Me from Poland, her from France. We've had similar career paths. We've both been working in the nonprofit sector. And at one point, we actually worked together for EAEA. But here, our paths diverge. Hers takes a more creative turn. She's now an illustrator and did the visuals for this podcast. She's still working a lot for NGOs. She calls herself a committed illustrator. She'll tell you why. Clemence and I go for a walk in Brussels as she's starting her new art projects. You will hear us talk about her art, how it connects to nature, but also what she learned about body image from doing a lot of live drawings. And I should add that it's not that difficult for us to agree where we meet, because then there is one more thing that we have in common. We are again near neighbors in Brussels, yeah. <laughs> and this is, I think, the third time it has happened. So we decided to have a little walk around uh, our neighborhood park. Yeah. And so we're here today because you're collecting items for your next project. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. I mean, you're now an artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can say that. Yeah, we can say yeah. that. I think we can say that. And uh, how does um, having a walk around the park yeah actually uh, I'm an illustrator mm -hmm. and I do two different uh, activities and the first one and I think it we will talk most mostly about it it's a cyanotype mm -hmm. printing mm -hmm. so I'll illustrate mainly uh, bodies of different like different diverse bodies mm -hmm. and I so I draw them but I print it in a not like usual i use a technique that is very old it calls uh, cyanotype mm -hmm. and um, when i print it i don't print only the drawing i also print flowers plants uh, that i collect in mm -hmm. the park for example today mm -hmm. or during uh, when i go in the nature uh -huh. i always think okay i will look at the flowers and plants like i can see if I, it can fit into my uh, Mm -hmm. my piece of work. Uh -huh. I think, so maybe we can already say that we see part of it in the work that you've done for, for the podcast itself, yeah. or rather the, the work that yeah. uh, we saw and we, we thought would be nice for the podcast. So yeah. uh, so that's also a, a drawing of a woman, right? Yeah. And you call her the explorer. Yes, exactly. And it's actually funny because it's one of the first drawing I printed with a cyanotype. Uh -huh. And um, it's very important for me because uh, the explorer is also the name of my project, mm -hmm. um, the ex female explorer, actually in French. Mm -hmm. And um, I draw this woman when I was in a living model session. Mm -hmm. So there was a woman who really did this pose, ah. and she actually used um, two parts of a grenade. 
the fruit, you know, uh -huh, yeah. uh, to put uh, on her eyes. And it make me think after, like it was... Um, like a telescope. Telescope. Uh, like she uh -huh. was really uh, observing something. Uh -huh. So I took this pose from my drawing, from my sketch that I uh -huh. did. And then I added um, different plants that I found. So you use your favorite plants, which are mostly ferns. Ferns. Yeah. Uh -huh. And um, I really liked using them because there are so many details. Mm -hmm. When you print it, it's, uh, it's really beautiful. And it's, so I tried to do like a jungle environment mm -hmm. around the, the woman mm -hmm. in my drawing. And, um, and yeah, it's really about exploring the nature, but also about exploring uh, ourselves mm -hmm. and connection with others. It's really, um, I think it's really the motivation of all my work mm -hmm. in uh, with Cyanotype to really uh, show, um, yeah, connection between uh, each other with the nature and with ourselves and really knowing ourselves. So it's mm -hmm. really uh, all my uh, inspiration comes from from that, uh -huh. these three subjects. <laughs> so we agreed with Clemence that as we walk around our park, we will also pick flowers that she can use in her next project. And we don't have to go very far to find some. These look nice. I have yeah. no idea what they're called. But... Yeah, I really like to take flowers uh -huh. that are, like this one, is, it's, it must be really um, small because I do drawings in uh, A3 format maximum. Mm -hmm. So if I take big flowers and it's a big opacity, it's not very nice okay, so on the results. Small, smaller flowers are better. Small, small and with a lot of details. Mm -hmm. Like this one, it's really, we will see it when I will print it. If I take um, a big plant like this one, uh, it's not nice because it's too, the opacity is too big mm -hmm. and we will just see a big, uh, <laughs> white part on the drawing okay. and it will be not nice. And as we walk, Clemence tells me a bit more about her professional journey. Some of it I know already. She first wanted to be a teacher, then she decided to try out working for European NGOs, which she did for five years. What I don't know so well is how she decided to change her career. I'm a big fan of European cooperation when it's it's very concrete and it can change people's life mm -hmm. and I really, I really see the change and mm -hmm. it makes sense for me. But at some point it was for me too much um, behind a desk and I wanted to, to create, mm -hmm. but I didn't know I wanted to create. I just felt there was something wrong, but I didn't know what. what. Mm -hmm. So I did a, like a small burnout. Uh, it was four years ago, it was before Covid, mm -hmm. and actually I'm happy that I did it. <laughs> that you had a burnout? Yeah, <laughs> because it makes me really realize uh -huh. that I didn't completely fit into mm -hmm. my job and my, also my personal life mm -hmm. and so on, and I needed to do changes. So it really helped me to start doing changes, and I started to draw at this point, mm -hmm. which is funny because I used to draw when I was a kid, but not as an adult, or just really not a lot. And um, yeah, I started to draw. And first, I did a training in um, facilitation, so mm -hmm. drawing facilitation. I remember that it was like a yeah. visual facilitation. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, and then I was uh, one month in Benin. It was really important for me as an experience because um, I was with an association there mm -hmm. and uh, the idea was to live together to discover another culture. It was not humanitarian at all. It was really more about meeting another culture and also discovering um, a project. And the project in Benin was about microcredit for mm -hmm. women. And so we discovered this project and this association and we lived in host family. And there I drew every day to just to tell, uh, to remember afterwards what I was living, what mm -hmm. I was discovering. And um, it was just for, for me. Anes Clemence tells me, after coming back from Benin, she put up a small exhibition with three of her colleagues about the experience and the work of the association that hosted them. This got an interest of a local NGO, which hired her to visually describe their work. Working with NGOs is also a consistent part of Clemence's work today. It's always commi very committed mm -hmm. as a message. I think it's what connects my two activities as an mm -hmm. illustrator. For me, it has to be, it has to make sense and it has to, to be committed in a way. Mm -hmm. So you have to agree with the message that you're actually yeah. delivering. It's, it's not just aesthetic, it's mm -hmm. more um, about uh, sharing something to the other and, mm -hmm. uh, and try, it's a bit uh, <laughs> but bit much, but try to make the world better. <laughs> in <laughs> a way, <laughs> try to try to make a difference. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's huge to do, but if I can do a little bit, a it's cool. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are these ferns? Yeah, we can take okay. ferns. <laughs> I know. I was trying to learn about plants during COVID. Yeah. It did, did not work very well. I can name them, but I cannot keep them. They still die. So. Yeah. I actually I make them dr to dry after. Ah. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you use them for this purpose, then yeah, this is a really nice fern. Yeah, it's really, really nice. It's a baby fern. Yeah, I prefer when it's small. <laughs> so Clemence tells me about the different courses that she took after she decided to change her career path, mostly to be a graphic designer. One was a three-year online course. She says she's learned a lot. She admits she never finished it. She knew she didn't necessarily want to work as a graphic designer, and then she found new ideas. Okay, and yeah. the, so the courses that you did, some of them were online, but there were also some that you did here in Brussels, like in yeah. uh, um, actual face-to-face. -face. Actually, the cyanotype printing was mm -hmm. in Brussels, in mm -hmm. CU. It was, uh, it was with a photographer, mm -hmm. because it's a photographic techniques at the beginning, not a, ah. a drawing techniques. Uh -huh. And um, it was a uh, one Sunday, and uh, we she teaches us the techniques. And mm -hmm. um, I actually already had the idea in mind that I wanted to draw. Maybe if I didn't know if it if it will work, mm -hmm. but I brought with me uh, some drawing I did that I printed on a transparent, mm -hmm. like a negative, because mm -hmm. I use that in serigraphy and other mm -hmm. techniques. And I was like, huh, maybe it can work with cyanotype. So I because normally with pictures and with negative, so it's yeah. almost the same. So I drew in black and I printed on transparent and I brought them and it worked during the initiation, the, the course. So, um, yeah, and uh, I, I was directly completely uh, passionate about it. Uh -huh. And I'm like, it's so nice because the blue of Cenotype, it's a Prussian blue uh -huh. and it's 
I don't know, it's so different to blue that you can print with a printer. Mm. It's much deeper and uh, the color is super nice. And it's cool because I draw something, but then I create again when I print, because I decide what I will put around the drawing. Mm -hmm. And I don't plan it. I just do it with and all the see, plans. And you see what the yeah. result is going to be. I'm like, mm, I have an idea a bit in mind, uh -huh. but I'm like, okay, what do I have as a plan? Because mm -hmm. you will see after I have a lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. And I test and uh, it's super cool as a moment to choose. Yeah. And um, I print several times the same drawings, but in different ways, different mm -hmm. compositions. Mm -hmm. And um, and yeah, so it's how I discover cyanotype. And one thing that I found interesting also when you were talking about the woman with the pomegranate, uh, when yeah. you were drawing her, uh, where, where did you find that experience? I mean, it's somebody that you knew or was it like a drawing ah, class that you took? It's uh, not a class, it's more like a gathering uh -huh. of people and uh, I discover it completely uh, by chance uh -huh. and uh, <laughs> I, I just discovered that there is this house uh, in Brussels where they organize like yoga class and model live model sessions wow. and uh, so I went there so anyone can just come in to draw or yeah you have to yeah you you pay like five euros you register before and you come and you draw mm. and I really like because yeah. it's the atmosphere is really different than everything I saw before. People are so focused. Yeah. And like in the bubble mm. a bit. <laughs> but you know, it's always fun like when you discover these things by chance. For example, see the little house on the left? The yeah. White House. Uh, it's literally called I think the White House in the park. So my yoga teacher from from uh, like an art school where I used to go, she teaches classes here as well. So you can actually come and do yoga, I mean, in the oh, park, ideally cool. outside, but of course, Brussels is Brussels, so the weather is not always <laughs> the best for that. Exactly. So uh, when it, the weather is not great, this is where you can go to do okay. classes with her. Ah, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> now, that, now that you live uh, you know, around yeah, the corner, so cool. so now, if you're not planning to draw models during that time, yeah. you, can, you can do that here. Yeah. But it's so cool to actually to... I really like drawing models because uh -huh. it's very meditative uh -huh. and you just, I don't know, it's like a, you don't have a lot of time, mm. it's only pause from uh, one minute to 15 minutes, so you have to be oh, quick and okay. to observe quickly the way the, mm. the body is. And you work on your own or there is somebody there to help you? Or mm, it's nobody like a helps. personal project? Okay. No, but I discovered it first online mm -hmm. during COVID, there is a a school I love in France that is called Le Pont mm -hmm. and they organize, they started to organize live, live model sessions online during Covid uh -huh. so and there there was a, there is a, like not a teacher mm -hmm. but she proposes stuff mm -hmm. and she it's so cool because it's a school the, the philosophy of the school is everybody can be an artist uh -huh. uh, just express yourself and it will be nice. We don't care about the results. <laughs> just have fun. <laughs> and we, we... Well, it worked for you. Uh, yeah. Also, like, for me looking with an external eye. That was a good, yeah. that was a good approach. It actually gave me a lot of trust uh -huh. to just explore and see and, and like, to let it go and just... Uh, mm -hmm. and, and what is so cool with the uh, living model sessions is that you... you 
you I think I have a completely um, I don't know how to say uh, we see so many different bodies mm. that uh, body for me is now completely uh, normal to see naked body uh -huh. but in a way that it's natural yeah. and just to to break all the taboos we have on it and just to to see also bodies that are uh, that have what we will call imperfection but mm. that are actually perfect yeah. so it's really cool to see that mm. to be able to okay like to have also a, a better um, a better relationship with uh, our own bodies mm -hmm. and it's also one thing I try to show in mm -hmm. the drawing to not draw only skinny typical bodies that we see everywhere but bodies that are different mm -hmm. and, that's always, uh, and so people who come to, to model in, in, in the place where you go uh, so they're also of different ages, yeah. different really backgrounds. Yeah. And as we continue walking, we run into... Dex. <laughs> you also draw animals or...? I started now. You started. Uh -huh. I do now uh, something about water. So uh -huh. I draw a medusa. Medusa. Yeah. And now I'm drawing um, a whale. Uh, a whale, wow. Whale. Uh -huh. And next maybe a turtle. Wow. With, still with uh, women that uh -huh. are actually ah. sleeping on them. <laughs> ah, so that's like, like another, uh, another layer to, yeah. to the kind of natural environment. But I actually use. How do you say Les plumes. Uh, the feathers. I use the feather I found also. So I print uh -huh. them also sometimes. Because ah. it's so nice also with the details. And as we keep walking, Kremos admits that diversity is not always a given. Yeah, so you said it's difficult to, to actually get to this diversity, even in... in yeah, they in really try, but like people, and it's, I mean, it's society, like people mm -hmm. that are not in the standards, mm -hmm. uh, it's sad, but yeah, they have difficulty to show the, their, na their body naked. So it's, it's not that they, they wouldn't be invited to no. a class like this, it's more that, or, or, or a project like this, it's more that they wouldn't feel themselves that they have a place there. Yes. But some of them do, but um, it's just that I just see that most of the models that come mm. are more like typical mm -hmm. uh, cliche body. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, like last time there was a, a woman that was, I think, 60. Mm -hmm. And it was nice to see other bodies that are also um, Look, I older. Have, I have a feather for you. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be useful. Yeah, no, I like the small one. It's super nice. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so yeah, it really depends, but I think they really try. Mm -hmm. They actually uh, was in contact with also a transsexual, uh, no, come on, transgender mm -hmm. uh, man, mm -hmm. and but they didn't, they didn't convince him yet to come. Ah, okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> but uh, he's so unique in so beautiful that I really would like him to come at some point. Okay, so do you think you have enough for the project that you're working on right now? Yeah. It's good inspiration. Yeah. What do we have? We have the little white We have ferns and little flowers. Actually, I pick flowers really uh, regularly, mm -hmm. but as I thought, not with the project in mind, it's more like to have a lot of diversity. Uh-huh. So later you can pick what you, yeah. what you need. When did you move in here, by the way? I moved here uh, in June. June. Yeah. Ah, so you're 
So we go to her workshop, which is in Clemence's apartment, just two streets away. Normally it's a dressing. Uh-huh. It's a dressing, yeah? Uh, yeah, like a wardrobe, like a walk-in Ward- wardrobe. Uh-huh. But it's my attitude. What is the attitude? So, uh, it's mostly only for uh, for my work here. Uh-huh. Like I have clothes here, but that's it. Otherwise it's only work stuff. Ah, yeah, it's true. And, um, oh, that's the, the, the one that I got as well. That's the one with yeah, laces. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And here you have the light, the UV light mm-hmm. uh, machine. And there is actually a good reason to have a workshop in a walk-in closet. We'll get there. So um, to do the product, maybe it's, uh, I should start with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's a product that re- reacts to UV. Uh-huh. And I have two uh, powders that I need to to mix with mm-hmm. water so it's like a recipe it's a bit funny because it's like you are uh, it's like you are um, a chemist uh-huh. <laughs> when I do that uh-huh. so I have to be in to have almost no light when I do that and so that's why you also need a walk-in closet that you yeah can close the which door. is so cool because uh-huh. usually I didn't have that before yeah. in my other apartment yeah, it's really so I was, yeah and I was waiting for for the, just the sun to disappear. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you were working on it at night? Yeah, exactly. Which is okay in winter. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. it's it's very soon. But uh-huh. in summer, it's complicated. Uh-huh. So, so summer, you have like... It's a very long project. So in the yeah. summer, you pick the flowers. Yeah. And then in winter, you actually do the things so that you yeah. don't have any light. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. But uh, it's difficult. And I learn about plants a lot now. Uh-huh. I do this year. I don't know if it's interesting for the podcast, but I do uh, ritual rituals uh-huh. yeah. for witches. Oh, and uh, I need to hook you up with my colleague who's like uh, yeah. trying to become a witch. So yeah, 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 it's yeah, so yeah. cool. Uh-huh. And it's actually an herborist and she's also designer, so she uh-huh. does uh, infusion. And then Clemence explains how she actually does her projects in cyanotype. She says there is some chemistry involved. But it also sounds a bit magical. Okay, so what are we looking at? So we are looking at two powders I bought at the Droguerie. Uh-huh. So these shops that is very funny in Brussels. They mostly have they have a lot of materials for paintings, mm, well. art, mm-hmm. and they have these uh, powders mm-hmm. like it's a bit of a magic space. Ah, they have mm-hmm. a lot of boxes with different uh, powders, mm-hmm. or sometimes they have also like I don't know like. Um, uh, spices and, ah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and I paint with a brush here uh-huh. on the paper which is a aquarelle paper because mm-hmm. it needs to be quite big mm-hmm. <laughs> so I paint on it and it's at the beginning yellow then I take my drawing I will show you mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see this one for example uh-huh. which ah, is a man transparent yes yeah, mm-hmm. it's transparent and the drawing is in black, mm-hmm. like a negative mm-hmm. for photography. So I paint on the paper mm-hmm. and then I put on the paper my transparent mm-hmm. plus different stuff depending on what I want. She shows the process step by step with an example of her work that I actually saw before of a man looking at the stars. So you can see the results here with the ah, man. This is the man. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I, I saw it as well. I think you had it with you. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh-huh. So you see there was just on the ring the mm-hmm. man and the stars. This is beautiful. It really gives you the impression that he he's sitting like looking yeah. ahead. Uh, yeah. At the I really sky. like 
like uh, also the stars. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I added uh, ferns and mm-hmm. plants and mm-hmm. plants here. And here all the small dots you see, it's curcuma. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I wanted to have a like stars, so I tested different stuff. And curcuma, is, uh, the opacity is quite good because the UV don't go in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I put that. Uh. But it's a long process, but mm-hmm. I like it because yeah. it's always a bit magic. Uh-huh. <laughs> you never know what you will have. Yeah. And here you can see, here there is magazine. Uh-huh. And there are actually flowers that are drying now. Ah, okay. And there's this huge stuff. It's amazing how like it's such a small space, but you did so much with yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. So you keep your clothes, you dry the uh, the plants. Yeah. You have a whole box full of tools yeah. and sponges. You have the UV light, which you can apparently use to sun yeah. tan if you really need it during very dark months in Brussels. Uh, yeah, and then you still have the space for the actual drawings, which are yeah. in A3, Plus I guess. Stock so mm-hmm. like like here is postcards uh-huh. and here it's uh, stuff that are already done mm-hmm. and uh, stuff to send uh, the illustration away with the e-shop mm-hmm. stuff for the market for the creators market yeah. so yeah for the moment it's okay <laughs> we'll see but if you grow your practice then yeah uh, I think I'll show you that too How do you think this whole experience, I mean, it's obviously not over, you're still discovering new things. How has it, do you think it has changed you as a person mm. or has it made you reflect on certain things um, or where you want to get to? For me, the most important was to express myself uh-huh. and to, I think it really helped me to, it's a bit weird to say that, mm. to show to the world who I am a bit, uh-huh. like, I don't know, to really express. Uh-huh. something and um, to help me in the process also of um, like self-love and accepting mm-hmm. all our imperfection and that's mm-hmm. also something I I don't know if I draw a body and I put I put co- uh, imperfections that are not but imperfection and like okay it's nice it's nice it's mm-hmm. nice and also to for me to help me to un- to know that the imperfection are perfect so yeah. it helps me on a personal level I think a lot and um, I'm super happy to see when people like when I see that people connect also a lot with the drawing mm-hmm. and that it helps them also mm. because yeah self-love for example if I take one topic it's something very common and difficult for everybody at some mm-hmm. point if, so and I met people on the mar- creators market I was like oh, I'm super like happy to see that and it helps me and I completely connect with that Mm -hmm. so like it's cool to see that my work helps people ah and I almost forgot that feather that we found not perfect at all she's a bit uh, (laughs) she she has suffered a little she has suffered but I don't know maybe I can do something with her yes apparently for us the feather was a she you can find out more about Clemence's work at her website. Feel free also to visit her eShop on Etsy. If you feel like you would still need a tutorial to understand how Cyanotype works, she says that she might make a video about it one day. We have some more resources for you about green transition and art on our e-learning platform learning.eaea.org. This episode was edited and mixed with the support of my amazing colleague at the European Association for the Education of Adults, Angeliki Anakopoulou. Beyond Learning will be back in two weeks when we visit an exhibition 
to see if museums can help us imagine a greener future.